The Buccaneers lose their second game in a row as the defense harken back to the Lovey Smith and Mike Smith days of being incapable of getting a stop in their 41-31 loss to the Chiefs. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but you can check out everything my co-host David Harrison is doing over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. Check out my work over at SB Nation's BucksNation.com. And of course, follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Again, we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view every day. Today's episode of Locked On Bucks presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I'm going to do my best to man the chat and, and everything else as I go solo on this episode, but the Bucks defense was completely dominated from the jump by the Kansas City Chiefs. They allowed more points to the Chiefs than they did in their three previous games combined against the Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, and Green Bay Packers. It was just an absolutely horrendous showing from the defensive side of the ball for the Buccaneers. They allowed 25 first downs, 17 of them on passing plays, 8 on rushing plays, the Kansas City Chiefs were 12 of 17 on third down. The defense was on the field for 77 plays. A lot of that was their own doing because they couldn't get off the field. They allowed 189 rushing yards. That's over five yards per carry for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie uh, Pacheco. You had uh, McKinnon out there, you know, running the ball on occasion. It was just an absolute mess. This was the most points allowed in the Todd Bowles era. And uh, Benjamin in the chat saying, ouch, Lovey Smith and Mike Smith. Perfect reference, James. Thank you, Benjamin. I appreciate that. Look, you have Devin White coming off of being named the NFC Defensive Player of the Month. You have a defense that had allowed nine points a game. They had given up a total of three touchdowns on the season. And they were an absolute sieve against the Chiefs. And you have to tip your hat to the Chiefs. There's no doubt about it. They played an outstanding game. There are some things you just can't prepare for. And one of those things is Patrick Mahomes. His touchdown pass to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he was dead to rights twice. Once, I believe, was it was Carl Nassib that was pursuing him deep in the backfield. 
Mahomes manages to escape, gets to the sideline. Then Devin White comes flying up for the hit as it looked like Mahomes was going to tuck and try to run for the goal line. Mahomes spins out of it and then slow pitch softball underhand just tosses it up in the air to Clyde Edwards Hilaire for a touchdown. What are you going to do? That's one of the reasons why, you know, the national media is always just slobbering all over Patrick Mahomes. It's because he does things like that. You just can't defend it. And the Bucs started this game off behind the eight ball. We were all, you know, hoping for a fast start. The Chiefs won the toss, deferred. The Bucs offense was going to be on the field with Evans and Godwin and Julio. And Rashad White fumbles the opening kickoff, giving the Chiefs the ball inside the Buccaneers' 25-yard line. Took two plays. Two plays for the Kansas City Chiefs to score a touchdown. Less than a minute. Less than a minute into the game, the Chiefs were up 7 to nothing, having stolen an immediate possession from the Buccaneers. From there, I mean, the Bucs were able to answer back with a field goal drive, but you can't settle for field goals against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, especially coming off a loss in the way that they lost to the Indianapolis Colts. So you spot them a free possession. You spot them a free touchdown within one minute of the game. From there, it was a constant battle of trying to dig themselves out of a hole that they just weren't going to get out of. We got Eric in the chat saying Shaq Barrett shouldn't have antagonized the Chiefs' offensive line. Shaq Barrett had a decent game. Um, he had some some solid pursuits, some solid pressure. And, and look, we saw in Super Bowl 55 that when that pressure got home, the Bucs were able to get off the field. The problem this time around was the Bucs were able to generate some pressure, but they weren't able to get home. I They ended the game with, it was three or four sacks on the night, but Mahomes was able to improvise enough to buy time and find guys down the field. More often than not, that was Travis Kelsey. We knew that was going to be the case. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, for those of you that have followed the show for any length of time, know my feelings on Marquez Valdez-Scantling and basically how completely and utterly worthless he is. He did have some solid catches that moved the chains for the Chiefs in this one. Juju Smith-Schuster proved to be a, a weapon in this. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is finally being utilized like the first-round running back that he was drafted to be, and they just top to bottom, beginning to end, shredded. This Buccaneers defense, Todd Bowles and, and the defensive players, the defensive coaches are going to have a lot to answer for. And there was somebody on Twitter that you know responded to a tweet that I sent out from the Bucs Nation account. And they said, I had a feeling that the run defense was going to be a problem. And this team misses Indomitian Sue. It's probably a big part of it. You brought in Akeem Hicks. He's out with an injury. Logan Hall. He's had some flashes, but he's not in Dominican Sioux. And this run defense is starting to suffer for it a little bit. And until Akeem Hicks and Logan Hall step up and prove that they're going to be a viable threat, Vita Vea is being taken out of a lot of these plays and a lot of these games because offensive line, you know, opposing offensive lines only have to worry about Vita Vea until Logan Hall or Akeem Hicks or Nacho give them a reason 
to worry about somebody not named Vita Vea, then all they're going to do is worry about Vita Vea. And so far it's working And this Buccaneers run defense has been bad. It has been bad in every single game. One of the biggest differences is the Kansas city chiefs had didn't have to go away from the run the way some of these other teams did. We're going to get to uh, a couple more things about the offense, uh, including the play of the game coming up in just a moment. But first, this episode, of course, is brought to you by Prize Picks. How does it work? Well, you pick two to five players, and if they will go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. You're not competing against other people, you're just competing against the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch, and this includes the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's and women's college basketball. You have soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR. They even have disc golf and cricket. Safe and fast withdrawals, and they are currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com and sign up and play daily fantasy sports. The first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Price Picks is going to give you $50. Just don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Thank you again for making Locked On a Box your first listen every day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday night football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts bet online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcast. We have uh, Casey King in the chat saying, keep mentioning that Super Bowl, but ignoring Mahomes' health and the health of that O-line we trotted out there. This is the result of Mahomes has two healthy tackles. The Bucks' defense is laughing emoji. Obviously, Mahomes' toe was fine when the guy ran for 497 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Enjoy your win, KC King 32. Enjoy it. But when it came down to the one that really matters, the Bucks got the W. But hey, best of luck to you the rest of the season. You know, I'm not sure why you're watching this show instead of Locked on Chiefs, but that's your prerogative. And uh, best of luck to you. So going to talk about the play of the game here. And the play of the game for the Buccaneers was the first Mike Evans touchdown. It was a 13-yard touchdown, cut the lead to 21-10. And that was actually the Buccaneers' first first-half touchdown of the season. With as many weapons as this team has, you know, they lost Godwin and Julio in the first game against the Dallas Cowboys. Didn't have them against the Saints. Mike Evans gets ejected in the second half of that one. They have virtually no weapons at all. Uh, against the Green Bay Packers, didn't score in the first half, didn't score a touchdown in the first half of that one, playing with a makeshift offensive line, third string, left tackle. It's been a mess. 
but they got Donovan Smith back in this one. They had Mike, they had Godwin, they had Julio, no Brashad Perryman. Russell Gage was out there. Finally, the Bucs put up a touchdown in the first half. They were able to cut into that lead, start trying to claw their way back into the game. And I'm going to give a bonus play of the game because David isn't here. And he was almost right on his bold prediction. He got it halfway there. Thanks to Rashad White's first career touchdown on that touchdown drive. Rashad White accounted for 24 of the 75 yards on that drive. Now, something that we talked about more specifically that David has talked about quite a bit leading up to this game is the overusage of Leonard Fournette. And I had said that my biggest concern heading into the Chiefs game was an overcompensation of not utilizing Leonard Fournette enough, maybe utilizing Rashad White and Keyshawn Vaughn too much. They didn't use Rashad White and Keyshawn Vaughn too much. They just stopped utilizing Leonard Fournette at all. The Buccaneers finished with three rushing yards. At one point, Tom Brady had thrown 26 consecutive passes, the most in a row in his career ever. That's a lot. But I was encouraged by the use of Rashad White. Only had six yards on three carries, but five receptions for 50 yards. Not to mention he did have that touchdown run, and that was a huge bounce back for Rashad White after that opening kickoff fumble. A lot of times, go back just as early as last year, Ronald Jones fumbled the ball. He was in the doghouse. He was sitting on the bench. We barely saw him again the rest of the season. They were not quick to, to you know get the hook and, and pull Rashad White off of the stage. He was able to get another chance, and he made the most of it. He utilized his time on the field, started developing a rapport with Tom Brady as a receiver out of the backfield. This is a rookie that is not afraid to get his nose in and try to block, try to pick up blitzes. And I don't think it's really all that big of a coincidence that this drive where Rashad White scored the touchdown, had 24 of the 75 yards on the drive, came the possession after Leonard Fournette got absolutely just blown right past by a blitzing Kansas City Chiefs player. I don't remember who it was. My apologies. But Brady was able to escape that and, and throw the ball down the field, didn't get sacked on that play. But then the next, the next possession, Rashad White took every snap of that drive. Leonard Fournette was just sitting over on the sideline. Could be a coincidence. I tend to believe that it's not. And Rashad White made the best of the opportunity. So that's something that you certainly, as a Bucs fan, want to see moving forward is more utilization of Rashad White. I don't want to see this run game just completely disappear the way that it did in this game. And so many people complain about running the ball on first down and, oh, here they go again. They're running the ball on first down. The Chiefs were racking off, you know, six, seven, eight yards a carry on first down with a three-score lead. You can't tell me that the Bucs didn't know a run was coming when the Chiefs had that big of a lead late in the game, and they're still just turning around and handing the ball off. So don't sit there and say that, you know, oh, well, the – Opposing defenses know that a run is always coming on first down. Teams can know that a run is coming on first down all they want. 
It's about the execution of the run play. And that is something we are not seeing from the guys up front. Again, there's no Ryan Jensen. You have a, a rookie at left guard. You just got Donovan Smith back. They are not opening running lanes. And a lot of these plays are really slow to develop. Defenses read them, react, and shut them down when Leonard Fournette can't get to the edge or the blocking isn't there to open up a hole for him to get through. The Chiefs played it beautifully, completely shut down the Buccaneers' run game. They resorted to passing 52 times in this game. That's not usually a recipe for success, and we've seen that with Byron Leftwich in the past. Some people get upset that he gets too run-heavy. Then there are other times that he completely abandons the run all together, and you don't have a balanced offense. It creates problems. Over in the chat, we have uh, all talk all the time. Patterson is about to kill us. Maybe. We'll see. I do believe that this Buccaneers defense starts to get it figured out. We saw how long it took the offense to get things figured out. Looks like they are on the right track. I expect a far better performance from the Buccaneers defense coming up against the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And we have, uh, oh gosh, Ridgely. Ridgely Sr. Trinnell. I apologize if I mispronounced that, buddy. I disagree. We have to stop running the ball on first down. We bail teams out doing that. But it keeps them honest. It keeps them honest. And, and something that you have to remember is that if a run play only gains one yard, only gains two yards, maybe it gains no yards. Sometimes that run play is put in there to set something up later in the game. When you abandon the run altogether, whether it's on first down, whether it's on second down, whatever the case may be, when you abandon the run altogether, you make yourself one dimensional. All of a sudden, play action, which we know that this Buccaneers offense can thrive off of, all of a sudden, that's not a threat anymore because you're not keeping the defense honest. The, the pass rushers can pin their ears back and just go to town, and you have to be able to keep them honest. Do I want to see them run the ball every first down? No, absolutely not. But they also shouldn't abandon it altogether. Byron Leftwich, and this is something that David and I are going to get into tomorrow. We need better from Byron Leftwich moving forward. He has not called a great game yet this season. We are going to get more into that coming up in just a little while. But first, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories. And they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. Run to built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them all for yourself. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. 
grab yourself a built bar. Go to built.com, use promo code locked on 15, all one word, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code locked on 15, L O C K E D O N, number one, number five at built.com. Wrapping things up here on a post game edition live on YouTube of the Locked On Bucks podcast. The Buccaneers fall to the Kansas City Chiefs 41 to 31. It's kind of a good news, bad news situation, right? So, a lot of us heading into the season took a look at these first four games at Dallas, at New Orleans, home against the Packers, home against the Chiefs. We said, the Bucs can get out of this two and two. They are in great shape. A lot of us, present company excluded, I guess, because I did pick them to win against the Saints, kind of figured that the losses would come to the Saints and maybe the Chiefs. Well, they got the win against the Saints, but they lost to the Packers. Then they lose to the Chiefs. But regardless of how the combination shows up in the win-loss column, the Bucs are still two and two after the first four games, like a lot of people expected. You saw the offense really start to go up uh, as far as their trajectory. Most points they've scored all season by a pretty wide margin. Uh, Tom Brady, again, 52 pass attempts. Ends up with three touchdown passes on the day. Um, but the defense just absolutely couldn't get out of their own way. Couldn't, couldn't do anything. Could not do anything. Again, I think that starts to get cleaned up next week against the Atlanta Falcons, but Buccaneers are two and two. It is what it is. Season's not over by a long shot, and these guys are about to rattle off quite a few wins in a row. Uh, Daniel saying, kind of crazy how people are dismissing the Falcons after watching that Bucks defense. We'll see. We will see. Um, Marcus Mariota is no Patrick Mahomes. You know, Kyle Pitts is no Travis Kelsey. Drake London is, I don't know, I guess maybe he's kind of like Juju. Eh, I don't know. The The Falcons offense does not scare people the way the Chiefs offense does. Even without Tyreek Hill, they've been able to supplement just fine in the absence of Tyreek Hill. But Let's go ahead and hand out some game balls. If you guys want to hand out game balls, go ahead and throw those in the chat. I have three, three game balls that I'm giving out. The first one is going to my player of the game, and that is Mr. Mike Evans. Coming back off the one-game suspension, Mike Evans finished with eight receptions on 10 targets for 103 yards and two touchdowns. First 100-yard receiver that the Buccaneers have had this year. Uh, first multi-touchdown scoring receiver that the Buccaneers have had this season. Mike Evans was a guy on a mission, and Tom Brady tried real hard to get Evans that hat trick, get him that third touchdown. Didn't work out, but that's all right. Uh, all in all, fantastic game for Mike Evans. Just continue to throw him the ball. Good things happen when Mike Evans gets the football in his hands. My second game ball is going to go to Tom Brady, his first one of the season from the Locked on Bucks podcast anyway, finished 39 of 52 for 385 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, did have the fumble, 
right after the Bucks were able to get a stop on fourth down and uh, and get the turnover on downs. Never saw that blitz coming. Never saw it coming. Looked like he had injured his shoulder on the play. That might have affected a couple of his throws on the ensuing drive after the Chiefs took over, ended up scoring to uh, to take a pretty big lead. I believe that's what made it 21-3. to three. I could be wrong. Uh, it's all starting to run together. I've been up since like before 7 o'clock this morning, so everything's starting to run together right now. Um, Overall, I mean, it was the best game that we've seen Tom Brady play this year. Uh, did get sacked, did turn the ball over that one time, but over 380 yards, three touchdowns. You you can't complain about that. And normally, if the Bucks defense does what it had done earlier in the year, maybe it's not a win against the Chiefs, but it's a heck of a lot closer, and the Bucs are in it at the very end, potentially with a chance to uh to tie or to win my final game ball is going to go to the rookie running back Rashad White 56 total yards got the touchdown is becoming a factor in the passing game you love to see it and again I'm going to emphasize this one more time the mental fortitude of Rashad White as a rookie on a primetime game in a marquee matchup to fumble the opening kickoff and bounce back the way that he did throughout the rest of the game, it shows how, how mentally tough this kid is. And that is a, a great sign if you are a Buccaneers fan. That's what you want to see. He wasn't over there hanging his head. He wasn't over there kicking over you know Gatorade coolers. Nothing like that. He went right back in there, did his job, was rewarded with a touchdown, uh, you know, to to cap off a big drive for the Buccaneers. So, no defensive players get a game ball. I guess you could you could give Sean Murphy Bunting an honorary one for coming in off the sidelines cold and, and getting an interception, but uh, he didn't he didn't get one of mine. We'll see if he gets one of David's. Uh, we have Benjamin Rosa in the chat saying White and Otten. I'm assuming you mean Rashad and not Devin, but I could be wrong. Uh, Christopher Britt, I agree with your point on White. I appreciate that, Chris. Um, yeah, you can't you can't overstate how important the mental side of this game is. You'd love to see that out of a rookie. And uh, finally, Go Bucks Trinell. He says the D gets no love tonight. No, they don't. We are going to have a lot to talk about with this Bucks defense. Coming up on tomorrow's show, David will be back, and uh, I'm sure he will have plenty to say about this game. We will dive a little bit more into the defensive side of the ball, and we're going to start talking a little bit about Byron Leftwich. I, I'm a big Byron Leftwich fan, but I am not impressed through four games of the season so far in terms of play calling, in terms of creativity really in terms of, of much of anything. So plenty more to break down about this game. The Bucs are sitting at two and two. The Chiefs lose in London. Atlanta got a win against the, uh, the Cleveland Browns. And Panthers fans hate Baker Mayfield. So nothing to panic about. There are some concerns. But as we've seen with this Buccaneers team, especially since the arrival of Tom Brady, a lot of times these concerns are addressed, taken care of, and the problems get fixed. 
want to thank you all again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or view every day. Now make your second listen to Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. We will be back tomorrow. David and I, more things to talk about. But for those of you in the live chat, for those of you listening on the podcast later on, if you have topics, questions, thoughts, anything at all regarding this game, of course, you can leave us a voicemail at 813-444-5841 or send us an email to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Check out all of David's work over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out mine at BucksNation.com. And, of course, follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at Harrison 82 Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire those cannons. We thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.